All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. Uh, it's Debbie Arcangelis. Yes. And she, <laughs> she's tuning in from New York. Is that correct? I'm actually in Florida. Yeah. In Florida now. Okay. All right. Uh, and Debbie has a really interesting story to tell, and I'm all excited to, to ask her all the questions. So I, I hope you get buckled up, have a cup of tea or coffee, whatever you feel like having right now, and then we listen to the story of Debbie. And I would say, Debbie, well, first of all, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time. And being Thank you so it. much, Julia. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Debbie, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Um, where are you from and how you started be, becoming a location independently uh, digital nomad? Yeah, absolutely. So like Julia said, my name is Debbie and I am a content creator, specifically a podcaster. And I interview people like Julia who are digital nomads, remote entrepreneurs. And really that's what I've been doing for the last two and a half years now. So it's been a pretty crazy and wild ride. <laughs> wow, awesome. And this podcast idea, was that before you did it? Um, how did you start with it? Why did you decide podcasting is my thing? Yeah, absolutely. So before I even started it, I wasn't really a podcast listener at all. But my fiance at that time was really into podcasts. He still is right now. And at that time, I was growing my following on social media, specifically on Instagram. And I was traveling a lot. And I was also at a job that I didn't really like. I mean, it was pretty much what most people would have thought as the American dream. I didn't really work a lot of hours. I was getting paid like pretty decent amount of money. I could take off whenever I wanted. So most people are like, oh my gosh, this is excellent. But it was really something that I didn't want to do. And I can tell you, Julia, that every four months I was having panic attacks. So I knew that it really wasn't for me. And before this uh, job, I was always being creative and I traveled a lot with my other jobs. So I thought I needed to go back to really what my passion was. Um, and when I was traveling, I was meeting a lot of digital nomad and location independent entrepreneurs. And I really wanted to get to know them and how they got to that point. And that's really how the podcast started. It wasn't even an idea to create a business from it, but really talk to experts who really knew how to make this life more sustainable okay that's that's fantastic i always find that this is the best success stories um when you when money isn't isn't an issue or when you're not saying oh i need to make money but you're actually following your your heart and your gut feeling because it's your passion and you want to simply yeah out of an interest or out of in this case you also want to help other people through your podcast right you you help others to learn about this lifestyle and so this is amazing yeah congrats on that that's awesome so so, so tell me now you are um like you said this is now your business and this is what you do full-time yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I left my day job like a little over a year ago and I've been doing this full time for like a little, yeah, for almost a year and a half. Wow, cool. And how about, well, we have to talk about it. We are in the middle of a, a worldwide crisis. 
Uh, how about the coronavirus? Uh, has this affected your business? Or I imagine it's booming now. Everyone <laughs> wants to talk about uh, remote work or oh, no? Yeah, absolutely. So the great thing about what I did was I wasn't really focusing on the travel part of it. I was focusing on really helping people make this more sustainable. Mm. And that's really what's helped me out. And obviously I can't travel because I used to travel pretty a decent amount for work, but now I can just do um, what I do at home. So it really hasn't done too, too much for my business. I've gotten new opportunities from this and it's, you know, it's really what I love to do. So now it's just like more people and more people are doing this and it's not even anything like, oh, I want to do this. It's kind of a necessity mm. or other people are like, okay, this is really the push that I needed to start doing this full time. So there's been a lot of opportunities and also a lot of opportunities to help more people as well. Yeah. Do you feel like this crisis uh, is changing the whole work uh, atmosphere or the, the cultures that most big companies have? I, I, I sometimes get the feeling that now everyone thinks differently or has, they have to restart and rethink things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think for the most part before, a lot of people thought what we did was not sustainable. Yeah. And you'd always get like weird looks from people like, how are you doing this? This is strange. This is not something that's going to keep you fed and alive for a long period of time. Now it's switched, right? Now it's like, oh my goodness, like I need to be in this because then I could work anywhere, even from home. So this is really what I wanted to do when I started my podcast and really my whole brand is it wasn't necessarily about traveling it was about the freedom that you needed to have right so even if you have children you know you're a digital nomad mama like if you want to be a stay-at-home parent like you can do that and still be able to create income if you do want to travel all over the world you can do that as well so it's just creating freedom for yourself and that's really what attracted me to this and being location independent is really um, what I felt was going to give me that and also a lot of people as well you say is that your favorite thing about this lifestyle or yeah absolutely it's just really the freedom that we get from it so even now there's a pandemic and we're still able to create income and because of all of the skills that we have been able to create for ourselves mm -hmm. um even before this happened it's becoming even more of you know people really want the skills that we have now and you know they ask us how we do this how we do that so it's it's been a pretty crazy transition from all of it. It, it really has been, yeah, wow. What would you say uh, are the skills, if you say like, let's pick five or three or five uh, skills that are very necessary for this lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really understanding how to communicate because um, that's what a lot of people um, really have a struggle with is, you know, it's different when you're face to face and then it's different with video. So that's one thing. And also making sure you're keeping up with everything because when you're working at home, you're really setting your, your own schedule. So making sure that you're on top of your game, you know how to communicate well um, and really organized. So those are the three things that you really need to have. That's true. Also, I, I, I totally agree. I would say discipline is, is something uh, so important and ha having a schedule and a structure, even though you want to break out and live an alternative lifestyle, it's still so necessary, I find. 
you really are on top of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more important even more when you are working for yourself and at home because yeah. you don't have your boss, you know, right next to you or even a coworker um, right there telling you, okay, we need to get this done. Exactly. Yes. And um, when you when you first started, I mean, you shifted from a full time job, and then uh, you did this. And uh, what were, were your obstacles that you felt like, oh, I have to get used to it, or was it a smooth uh, entry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about anyone else. It definitely wasn't a smooth entry for me. I did do um, a lot of prepping for it, and I think a lot of people think that like, you're just gonna jump into this and all of a sudden you just create mm -hmm. income from whatever it is that you're doing. So what I did was um, throughout the time that I started my podcast, I mean, it was pretty quick. I, I, um, about six months after I started a podcast, I started creating income from it. Um, but I knew I wanted to make it more sustainable. So I really created systems for myself before I even left my job and creating income for myself as well. So there was really a lot of, you know, things for me to Error on, like make errors on before I dove in um, because I didn't want to have to go back to that job again. And I really wanted to do this long term. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. And um, I don't know if you mind sharing this a little bit, but um, let's talk about the income part because if the listeners are now hearing, oh, you're making money just from having a podcast, right? So, how was your, uh, how do you monetize your podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So I always say that you need to be able to create multiple streams of income because, you know, everybody knows now <laughs> there's, you know, even nine to fives are not really that stable, right? You can lose it at any time. We didn't think this was going to happen, but here it is. So one of the main ways that I'm able to create income is through brand sponsorships with my podcast. I'm lucky enough to have sponsors that come to me and they're there for a long period of time. And then another way, is through digital products so that's my second way of creating income and another way that I'm making money is also through memberships and coaching with um, my listeners or people who also want to start a podcast so really I have two different ways of doing it and two different brands that I have which is helping people to um, be location independent and learn remote skills and another one is to how to really create a sustainable podcast um, and make that in to a business for them as well okay that sounds yeah i mean that is the key to the digital nova lifestyle i always tell people you cannot bank on your blog or website or or just one thing it's really the multiple in income streams that is uh that is so smart yes um and what what do you, would you say have you learned about yourself um when i i feel like this is a yeah, it's a different type of, of living, a different type of mindset. And well, maybe there are two questions. What have you learned about yourself? And what would you say uh, is really, would this lifestyle be for anybody? Or do you reckon there is just a type of person who <laughs> is capable of doing this? Well, I think if you really want to do it, you'll find and figure out a way. But I don't 
think it is for everybody. I do. I mean, as a digital nomad, you know, a digital nomad means like you travel constantly and you can still work from anywhere, but you want to travel as you go around. And a lot of people that I've spoken to, I'm not a digital nomad. I'm just location independent. And I know um, I've traveled for a few months and tried to work at the same time. It was just too much for me. So I couldn't do that. I don't know how digital nomads do it. Um, but I definitely need a certain space and to have a home base. And that's what I created for myself in New York and here in Florida. Um, but really... It depends on how you are as a person, because as digital nomads, it was for me hard to keep up with everything and also sightsee and travel. Um, when I do do that now, I tend to stay at a place for a longer period of time so I could really have a balance between the two. Mm. So I would say that it's not for everybody, but you should be able to find something that's in the middle. Maybe you just want to be working from home and be location independent, like something similar that I do, and then travel here and there, um, you know, a few months out of the year to keep that balance of traveling and also be able to still create income. And I think many digital nomads, uh, at least uh, from my network, I know they start with the travel thing and then they come to a point where they say, oh, now I'm, I'm exhausted and I feel like I need to have a base at least or three bases around the world so that they can be a few months here, there and there. And then this becomes a lot less stressful because traveling can really be, yeah, be, uh, become exhausting. <laughs> I'm speaking of experience, but... I will tell you this on your show because, yeah, I will be <laughs> your guest soon. So we can talk about my story then. Um, do you have any other advice for digital nomads that you would like to share? Like anything else that is helping them? Someone who's, who has no experience at all, what would you I say? Think, well, one of the main questions that I always get from people when they haven't started it yet, and I get this all the time, um, is like, what can I do? I don't have any experience yet. Do I even have the skills? And I would ask them, like, what do you do now? Like, what do you used to do? What kind of skills have you done? And usually you'll find that you'll have something like several of them that you could actually translate into remote work. Like we all know how to use an email so you could manage somebody's email. Yeah. Um, we all know how to use social media. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people now are using TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. Maybe you're even a marketer or you know how to use Pinterest really well. So there's so many different aspects of it that you just need to figure out what your current skills are or what you're really passionate about. And that always usually translates to remote work. So mm -hmm. just figuring that out and then just going for it. And then obviously really finding, once you know that, then you can find the actual work that will help you get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now you're on the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. So of course we have to talk about family. How is this with you? What you, you just mentioned your fiance. How are you guys? In which stage are you? <laughs> if you want to <laughs> yeah, so we're pretty like good. But in the beginning, it was like, oh my God, I need my space, which I'm so happy that we're actually in Florida because we have more space here. If we were in our New York City apartment, I think we would have gone nuts. Um, yeah, so we're pretty good. There's, you know... It, 
there's good and bad days. Usually it's good. Sometimes it's bad, <laughs> especially when you're closed in um, quarters. And I'm really, really close with my family too, um, in New York specifically. So we do like FaceTime every single day. We actually eat together and then cook together. That's why I was cooking a lot today. <laughs> so it's just like a balance. And I love, I love my family so much. And that's, you know, that's how really now how we all try to keep up with each other. <laughs> okay, yeah, wow, that sounds good. Very close relationship. And are you planning on having children as well? Are you thinking about yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're probably, I mean, we're trying to see when we can do it. I don't think now is the time. Um, it's never the perfect well, time, though. <laughs> I know. We have so many friends that are like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, oh, it's a corona baby. <laughs> yeah, They're like, okay, cool. But yeah, we've definitely um, thought about it. So my previous job before I went off to do this one was I worked with kids a lot, um, you know, and before before that, I, like children were actually what I used to do. I used to be t a teacher and a therapist for them for a really long time. And my uh, fiance is a, a therapist for children as well. So we are very, you know, we love children. So it's okay. definitely in, in the future for us. <laughs> okay, perfect. Before we closing up here, uh, I would like to know, even though you're not moving and traveling like most listeners probably want to or are doing already, but uh, how does your perfect day look like when you're, you know, still try to organize your work from home, like we said before, discipline, how does that look like? from A to B, I mean, from morning yeah. to evening. <laughs> I usually try to create, like, you you know, we talked about a system for myself mm -hmm. and making sure that I do that. Um, so, I mean, I kind of am living my perfect day right now because it is my business, so I do it however I want to. So for me, my perfect day is I wake up, I work out, I come back home or wherever it is I'm coming from, mm -hmm. um, and then I eat breakfast. Um, when I'm traveling, I usually go sightseeing early in the morning, so that's like part of my exercise. I do a hike or a swim somewhere um, before anyone else wakes up. Um, and then I would come home, eat for lunch, um, and then do a little siesta and then work for the rest of the day. But when I'm at home, um, I work out breakfast and then I do work. Um, and then I usually try to work for like five hours. Um, if I can stop myself, sometimes it's really hard to stop yourself from working. That's why you need to have a timeline. I have to be better at that because I'm not, cause I could just like work and work um, until I fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> so that's not good either. So you make sure you have a schedule. And, and then, yeah, and then usually Erin um, and I, we like to go out and go for a walk or go for a drive. Um, when quarantine wasn't here yet, we still used to do a lot of walking. We, you know what it is for us, like having that time for ourselves after work yeah. is just like, how's your day going? And just keeping like that balance and communication together was always so important. Yeah, and reconnect after uh, the day, yeah. That sounds good. Awesome. Well, um, I think this was perfect uh, and very interesting so much. If you have one last piece of advice for anyone uh, interested in living this lifestyle, and then we're wrapping up the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, just do it, you know, figure out what it is that you really want to do the skills that you already have and just go for it. Don't overthink anything because you're going to start overwhelming yourself. So if you can just do one thing every single day, that is enough, you know, that's really good. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. That's good advice. Thanks so much, Debbie, for being on the show. This was awesome talking to you. And tell us now, where can people reach you if they want to follow you or yeah, get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at theoffbeatlife.com. So that's where you're going to find if you're interested in um, getting remote work, just advice for that. There's also my podcast there. And you can find me on Instagram at theoffbeatlife.com. Also, if you go to theoffbeatlife.com slash digital nomad mom, I have a freebie there for you if you want to be a digital nomad. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I clicked that link. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for being on the show. And thanks everyone for listening and watching. And um, yes, this was it for today. And we will be there shortly with a new episode and stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you guys.